Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Tony. And I'm Drew. Welcome to the Trust in the Machine podcast. On tonight's episode... Oh wait, were you expecting Drew? Just a quick editor's note. We're excited that this is our 10th episode of the podcast. Last week, we asked people to send in their questions to us on Twitter, and we were blown away by the response we got. For time, and frankly because we don't know how to be brief, we had to break the episode into two parts just to answer everyone's questions. Thank you to everyone who's asked a question on Twitter and who's been listening with us all along. We had a ton of fun answering everyone's questions, and we're excited to do another one of these episodes soon. We hope you enjoy. Cool. That's I broke my the line. Seal. Yeah. That's you took my line. <laughs> that's what that's what I say. All right. I also say that. Hey. We can no longer use three quarters Don't of the English language. Don't cut me out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because Exclamat- Neil has claimed it. Yeah. Short exclamatory remarks are patented by me. We're just going to have to start stealing other podcast stuff. <laughs> well, no. I, welcome I'm going to have to go back and brush up on my Greek from yeah. my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the sound of that. I guess uh, we should... We, we've got a lot of ground to cover today. Should we get we started? We do. We sure do. Yeah, we should. Like First we off, uh, thank you to everybody who submitted their questions. This was an awesome, uh, more than expected uh, batch of great, great, wonderful questions. This is so shocking. So we'll try to answer yes. all of them uh, as best we can. We'll try at least. Because they're awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, are, are we ready? Like, do we need yeah. to do some stretches? Do you, like, yeah. I don't want to pull a hammy. Ooh, I just yep. need to... Yeah, get those, got to work out those traps. Limbered up get here. The, get the lats worked out. Gotta, like, do some I don't know what either one of those things in the is. Background. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll All right. off my heels coming. I'm constantly recording podcasts in. <laughs> <laughs> get ready okay. for strenuous exercise. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, so right out of the gate, we're coming out strong. Uh, question number one from one such Bradley Brownell at BC Brownell. Uh, question. Is a 50-horsepower electric-swapped Honda Grum a good idea, a great idea, or the greatest idea? I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. Well, you're getting it on the air, and my answer is it transcends the uh, it transcends the whole meaning of the word idea. Yeah, it's pure. It's it's golden light in its like most elemental form. It's soul. It's a great. It's it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's it, if it's you're the going only to do idea. it, do it. If yep. you're going to buy it, buy it. The main yep. complaint I have about it is that it's not OEM. I want to buy one from Honda directly right now that yes every, yes well first first Agreed. everybody everybody needs to scrape twenty two hundred dollars together and go to their local craigslist listing and buy a grom everyone in the country should own a grom at we'll, some point we'll pause here for that we'll pause I, here i say that having never owned a grom but anyways <laughs> now that do you've as all I say, gone out as I do. bought your groms on on local craigslist we'll wait yep yep all right Question number two, and by the way, I just want to lead off with the fact that I have the worst pronunciation of anybody here on this podcast, and maybe in the state, so my apologies if I butcher anything. Uh, this one comes from Bigly Unwitty at Hooterific on Twitter. Got a two-parter here. Everybody uh, take out your notepads. Number one, uh, what current car offered car is the next 25-year countdown lust object? And part uh. two... How well do we think the current-gen muscle cars and Corvette will hold up? 60 years from now, will they be held in the same regard as 60 Muscle currently is? 
What do we okay, got? Okay, so That's question one. part one is the easiest slam dunk of all time, Alpine A110. <laughs> Drew, I think you, you were yeah, going to say the same I thing. Had, <laughs> I had two things listed. I had a near one and a far one, and my far one is 100% Alpine A110. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. I love that. Yeah, uh, that I went way more pedestrian. I was thinking like you know, uh, like a GT Stinger. I think people are gonna find those pretty cool in twenty five years because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how well they're selling, and you know, they're kind of quirky, weird, whatever. I think they're cool cars. I think they're gonna still be cool in twenty five years. I really need to drive one of those. That needs to be a thing. Yeah. Actually, speaking yep. of well, cars that are gonna age well, yeah. I yeah, uh, and yeah. how how well do we think the current gen muscle cars and Corvette will hold up sixty years from now? Will the same? I, I mean, can I reject the premise and say that they're not muscle cars anymore? That the only muscle car is currently the Hellcat? Can I say that? Yeah, am I allowed yeah. to say and, that? And okay. How will they but hold up? I think they're going to hold up. I, I think they're going to hold up exactly the same in sixty years as they are today because the Hellcat doesn't ship with straight hoods. So yeah. it'll still be yeah. crooked in 60 years. <laughs> it's going to be the same thing. They didn't get it right in 1969. They're not getting it no. right now. That's okay. That's okay. God QC, bless them. QC in Mississauga is not the best. Yeah. Uh, also, man, American muscle made in Canada. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Drew, wait. I, I want to know your take on the Corvette specifically, though, because I think that's um, closer to your heart than a lot of us. I mean... I yeah I mean do I do I think it'll hold up in sixty years Do I think that cars are now built to be biodegradable Yes Do I think that they are not going to last as long Like just from a just from a strictly manufacturing standpoint No I don't think they'll hold up as well I think they're already starting to fall apart And that's okay They're they're supposed to That's what they're supposed to do um, You already own a clapped out C six though So yeah well it'll never die It's made out of fiberglass opinion oh, Yeah all right Like that will last forever <laughs> Like they don't they don't you know Corvettes don't biodegrade these these body panels don't run. <laughs> the color does actually. Oh, the color's terrible. Like the paint is not yeah. fantastic. But anyway, that's yeah. I I really don't think that like current muscle is gonna. I absolutely don't think it's gonna hold the same cachet in sixty years. I a hundred percent don't think it's gonna hold the same cachet in sixty years. I think I think that's like I mean yeah. I I really don't think that our generation is gonna look at like you know anything with that much ego in it and think oh wow that was super neat. Let me go be a bro. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sick like burnout, driving dude. a Hummer H2 to the Sierra Club. Yeah, which, oh, man. That, we, yeah, we let's could have not, a whole different look, episode we could about go the resale value on H2. H2s. Yeah, let's They're worth not, so much money. You would make If you bought a, an H2 in 2010, you would make money. We need okay, to stop. Okay, we got to move on. We <laughs> yeah, got to move on. We got to move on. All right. <laughs> we got to move on. This Sorry is, uh, all right, That's all right, all right. Coming up. Uh, public enemy number one, at Des the Opossum. It's just possum, right? Once again. Yeah, it's not uh, possum. Okay. No, it's not possum. What is the best car movie? What is the worst? I literally listened to Auto Week do an hour on this question. So uh, what do you got? I'll throw I mean, it I out would there. say The Notebook. The Notebook is a really <laughs> shitty car movie. <laughs> There's like almost no cars at all. It's do just Ryan Gosling in the rain. Sparks, sir. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I actually, in preparation for this question, spent 10 minutes and rewatched the bullet chase scene because I think it's really not that good at all. I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on that. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, I do have, like, best car movie uh, is a tie for me, and that's between Speed Racer, the, the remake, and uh, the English title is Megalopolis Expressway Trial. I can't <laughs> pronounce the Japanese title, but it's, it's basically um, like, yeah, yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna go best car movie of all time, The Italian Job. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Sorry, was that a, was that was that a dunk? Did I dunk that one? No, not on, on, on Megalopolis Expressway <laughs> Trial, the movie yeah. that inspired the Fast and the yeah. Furious franchise, the movie also, that originally had a cameo from Keiichi Tsuchiya, The Drift King. Because okay, hold on. Also, <laughs> as an addendum, because I have a, a mild kink for two wheeled objects. Go uh, on. Um, Steve McQueen jumping a triumph over the barbed wire fence into Switzerland. Great escape. Yes. Yep. yep. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good honorable mention. Not, also not a car movie, but still, that was a, you know, uh, motorcycle stunt. It was so, better than Bullet. My real yeah. best car movie answer is Mad Max Fury Road. The mm. one that I really wanted mm-hmm. to say, that's though, a good one. was the best car movie of all time is Gone in 60 Seconds from 1973. And the worst car movie of all time is Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage. I because feel that like, pairing of like... two is perfect. <laughs> I feel like we need to continue to badmouth Nicolas Cage on this podcast until he sues us, and then we make it big. Like, is that a thing? Can we do that? I, I don't yeah. dislike entire... Nicolas Cage. Yeah. He just made yeah. a... That movie's bad. I hate it. Yeah. I loathe it's, that movie. It's not great. No. Not only that, but like like the, the, the hero car, like the unstealable Mercedes W220 S-Class, like... Those are four thousand dollars on Craigslist right now. Like, if you just waited, yeah. you you could have waited fifteen minutes after you drove that thing off the lot, and it would have been worth whatever the shipping container you're shipping it in is. <laughs> the other thing too is like the original gave us made the Mach One an object of you know. Oh yeah, seventy three, Mach One, incredible car, and then yes. the new Eleanor has solely been a, neg- a net negative to mankind. I, can we even talk about Eleanor without getting sued for copyright infringement? Like, didn't they shut down somebody for making an Eleanor replica? Yes. I think I remember that, yeah. yeah. Oh, heavens. That's just too much. Yeah. So that, that's anyway. Anyways. Yeah. I'll yeah. double down on Speed Racer, by the way. Anybody who hasn't seen Speed Racer, go see Speed Racer immediately. That movie is phenomenal. Also, that movie will hurt your eyeballs. It is insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nate Matos. At Nate Mod, thank you for making that easy. At Nate Matos. Okay. Uh, what modern iteration of a famous movie car would serve as the worst fill in for a remake of that movie? Bullet Mustang. Yeah, that's pretty fair. The one that I would say that yeah, Nate try and, actually try suggested. And jump. Yeah. Oh, was, was uh, the Eclipse yeah. Cross in the Fast and Furious, and he's that he's is right. strong. We didn't yeah. even need to answer this yeah. one. He answered. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he did. Uh, I, I see it. I would also like he to did, point out he did have a Mustang and bullet. Yeah, Herbie with a new Beetle would be pretty terrible. Actually, yeah. they did that already, sort of. I just and it was terrible. I just love the Nothing idea of thirty-eight hundred pound of a thirty-eight hundred pound S five fifty Mustang jumping over like hills in san francisco and yep. then just immediately destroying everything yeah because <laughs> it weighs as much as a ship's anchor <laughs> yeah actually right. that, that would the, the city itself does not lend itself to to filming a movie there anymore yeah. um, i know the geologic makeup of san francisco it's largely built on sand i think the mustang slamming into the ground would actually destabilize well, and the soil it's, it's and chasing a fall. charger so you want to talk about yeah. disruption of like the earth's <laughs> crust like it's, we're talking it's over these forces can be described as geologic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so this one is uh i think pretty squarely aimed at tony this next question certainly is uh yeah from uh uri halevi mm-hmm all right, I took the I took the fall for you, Drew. Thank you. Uh, You're yeah. the best, by the way. Why Why is the fourth gen prelude so underappreciated? I wish I knew the answer to that. Um, mm-hmm. I think Drew knows the answer to that from the looks. Of I it. know the answer. It 
I was up at like 11 o'clock last night and I was researching this. I was reading like contemporary car and driver reviews and Mm -hmm. it struck me. The reason why the fourth gen prelude is so underappreciated is because it sits between the third gen prelude and the fifth gen prelude. (laughs) See, I'm not much into the preludes. The only thing I could come up with was it vaguely looks like the front end of an Oldsmobile Alero. I'm sorry, just just to clarify real quick for the audience, is that a negative in your mind? That's bad? Is it not supposed to do that? Is it's that a push. It's a okay. push. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, We're gonna have to talk off air. The main That's thing not I bad, was not good. The main thing I was thinking was just like the prelude um was squarely aimed at the uh like rich, probably single and dating type in Japan. And in 1988, whenever the uh, third gen came out, it was like, oh, this is great times. I'm going to go buy a sporty two-liter coupe. And then all of a sudden, you have 92 or 93 roll around, and the economy is just destroyed. And uh, so it led to weaker sales there. I don't know why it didn't do as well in the U.S., but that's that yeah. was the only thing I could think of as to why it was received so much more poorly. Because they, they drive also, the third great. gen is, is better. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it, the H twenty two is a solid motor. Like, it's a good. So hold car. on, did we just answer the question collectively? Is why is the fourth gen play, prelude so unappreciated? We were hoping to move eh? past it before anybody caught on. But yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yes, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> solid consumer advice here at Trust in the Machine Podcast, yeah. folks. We've got uh, takes. I guess. All I can, right, I can push to the next one. It's uh, Meki at Puma Meki. Uh, what was each of your first car? Mine was a 1988 Toyota Supra Turbo. The first car that I was ever given to drive, my parents bought me a $600 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme two-door with the sunroof, and it was rattle can red with rattle can silver stripes. The first car I bought myself was a 2002 Chevy S10, the Trar. Because it's a confused half truck, half car. And don't dare beseech the name. I love that truck. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, as somebody who is really heavily into JDM stuff on Twitter, this will come as no surprise to anybody. Uh, my first car was a 1970 Oldsmobile Cutlass SX with a 455 yeah. two-barrel carb oh. with a turbo-hydromatic TH400. Uh, two fifty six rear end and a two barrel carb, like it was a real weird spec. Yeah. We almost went the hat trick on uh, everybody having a cutlass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're so close. <laughs> Damn it, Tony! Go back in time, kill Hitler, buy Tony a cutlass. Got it. Yeah, Done. man. How and two like my cutlass was a ninety two. How far that car fell from that yeah. to what I was made. It was at at the time that, that that it was sold. I believe the Cutlass at one point in time over the like a five year stretch there was the best selling car in the United States of America, the Oldsmobile Cutlass. <laughs> this is a that, that like I know we're not a podcast about facts, but that's an actual fact, and that's weird. <laughs> that feels weird to bring it to the table. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> actually, and moving on indeed. Who wants to take this one? You want me to take this one? Uh, I got it because I love so this good. question. Um, <laughs> So Carter at uh, Dark Buffalo asks, one time in college, my friend drove me in her mom's Forester to buy a shitty Delta 88, and I ate two whole bricks of cheddar cheese on the way. What was the strangest thing you've ever eaten in a car? This is just, this is, this is, this is avant-garde right here. This is high class. 
you are my hero, Carter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Carter. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so I'll open it. Um, I think for me, uh, my dinner uh, from Radwood this year, which consisted of pickled herring, uh, cheese whiz out of a can, and club crackers while drinking uh, barefoot Moscato. <laughs> because we were trying to think of what was the most ridiculous thing we could get from an HEB outside of the outside of the Airbnb. And that was it. <laughs> And we partied. We partied so hard. That pickled herring was actually quite good. Was it pickled? It wasn't pickled. It was like seasoned. It was in like some tomato stew. I I, I couldn't tell you because I had too much moscato. That's my excuse, yeah. and I'm sticking it to was, it. It was it was it was tray fancy. Yes, quite. indeed. Yes. Indeed. I yeah. I don't know if I have a weirdest thing I've ever eaten in a car because I don't. I've never had cup holders in anything I own, which means that I don't get like combo what? meals and I. Well, the Supra didn't have cup holders. My Mirage didn't have cup holders. My truck had a one that would break if you put anything in it. My, okay, so it did have a cup holder. That is kind of. My Prelude doesn't work. have a cup yeah, holder. It, my, function, my Accord yeah. doesn't have a cup holder. My Look, Mercedes had, I think, had a cup holder. But I, it didn't run ever. The weirdest, so. You've threaded the weirdest automotive, like a car without a cup holder. How did you manage that? Uh, because all of my cars have enormous, enormous ashtrays. Because Japan I'm was impressed. like, hey, why would you ever drink in your car? Here, here's you can fit a, <laughs> three packs of cigarette butts into our ashtray. That is but the thinking behind smoke, it. But if you're going to smoke three packs of cigarettes, where do you put the whiskey? And the, yeah. <laughs> the, the cigarette so, lighter lights that last said, longer in a head gasket in a Mark III Super, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Since I can't think of the weirdest thing, I'm just going to plug Swenson's, which is my hometown drive-in and eat a hamburger in your car. Only it's like Sonic, but like so much better. Like Sonic wishes that they were an eighth as good as Swenson's, and it's like only in Cleveland. Every time I go back home, I go like immediately drive whatever rental car I've got to a Swenson's. Man, whether we mean to or not, we continuously shit on Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? It's because that's where Sonic is headquartered. Oh, <laughs> I uh, I had no idea. Thanks for ruining Sonic for me, Neil. <laughs> well, I'm just I go get me a Route 44 ocean water. Not anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not. Nope. Yeah, I um, I would like to reiterate for this one. I was in a pickup truck in the back and clearly not driving. Uh, moonshine grapes. Oh, just like grapes sho- soaked in moonshine. Yeah, it was what they used to yeah. flavor the moonshine. If you've ever yeah. consumed something that, like, immediately upon consuming, you can't feel your face. Moonshine grapes. That's the food stuff for you. I'll, I'll take Oof. this next. I'll take this next one if that's cool because it's it's Raven Parney Patnold uh, at Lip Limp Biscuit One Fifty Five, otherwise that's known as my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also a two parter. Uh, part one: What cars have you driven that you initially thought would be awful, but you actually ended up liking? And part two mm. is. Vice versa, what car are you really excited to try but ended up being disappointed by? So I'll take uh, part one, not expected to be awful, but just I thought it was overhyped. And then I actually, there's no amount of hype on earth that could live up to how great the car is. Oh, you finally drove a Porsche. No, it's not not a Porsche. (laughs) You're going to hate me because this is so cliche, but I swear to God it's true. One of us. S2000. I I I drove an S2000 well before I was into the Honda hype game yep. yeah and i was like there's no way this car can be that good and my friend actually who let me drive his yeah. s2000 he had a an eagle talon tsi 
with the 4G63 all-wheel drive. Yeah. It was awesome. And he sold it mm-hmm. to get this S2K. And I was like, why did you do that? Like, I didn't, I couldn't understand. And he was like, yeah. dude, just drive it. Yeah. I yep. drove the S2000. Yeah. I was like, my God, incredible. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the one that I, I thought would be a lot less good than it was. And then gotcha. vice versa. Uh, yeah. Uh, my Matrix XRS. Oh, yeah. No, that was a yeah. really good piece you wrote on that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that's a bummer, because that motor hey, is... Hey, Drew, where can yeah. we read yeah. that piece? <laughs> uh, that would be trustinthemachine.com. Check is it out. Is that a website? <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Do you, I have to use the www? Uh, yeah. <laughs> HTTP colon backslash back. All right, Neil, what you got? <laughs> so... Uh, the car that I was not excited about um, and ended up actually loving was the Ford Fiesta. Like, not oh, even the ST. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I love the Ford Fiesta. Yes. I, I got it as a rental car. Actually, most rental cars I've wound up loving. And it's probably because I just drive mm-hmm. piss out of them. <laughs> um, you know, like, ask me about uh, sh- what's the shitty Chevy crossover? Uh, I took that off roading in Big just, Bend. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the name Anyways. of all of them. They don't have names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. I, I've done some fun stuff in rental cars, but anyways, I took the, um, uh, Ford, uh, Fiesta on like a five day road trip through the Northeast. And I love that. It's car. a joyous thing. I mean, other than the, the only thing that I was very apparent was that, um, I described the chassis as being al dente, but otherwise <laughs> <Yeah>. like fantastic <laughs> car, you know, super fun to drive, small, yeah. quick, um, and I could see the ST being a fucking riot. Ford, so. Ford's hatchbacks have always been. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Colin McRae did the original chassis tuning on the first Ford Focus. Yeah. Like ever since then, it's kind of had a little bit of that DNA in it. And I've always got, I've got a big soft spot for small cars. So small yeah. cars, fun to drive. I'm yeah. going to love it. Now, what so, bummed you out? Um, I'm curious. What bummed me out? Yeah. Huh? Part two. Oh, what car bummed me out? Uh, Lamborghini Aventador, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, like pretty well, much yeah. really anything modern Lamborghini. I've been just man. So glad you went man. with that because I'm I'm I've got in yeah. my notes later on to poop on modern Ferraris. But yeah, no, yeah. that's a hundred percent. I mean, I've driven an Aventador and I've driven a 720s, and like, why the fuck would you buy an Aventador? Yeah, <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. I have no. I, Did you? Yeah. Like I, I'm convinced that the only people who buy Aventadors are people who don't know that mclaren exists yeah like they see one passing them after they bought their new aventador and go oh, oh man <laughs> damn it i, sh- I knew i should compare did you know job. about this who told yeah. you yeah but then again i also have a, a theory that most people who buy aventadors aren't actually car people so it doesn't really matter anyways that's fair i think i i think i called lamborghini the manufacturer for narcissists before so i stand by that yes yep yes. all right drew, anyways yeah. i want to know drew you gotta uh i didn't have a don't specific go breaking my heart but uh <laughs> For number one, I just wrote down anything under $1,000 as the car that I originally thought would be terrible, oh. but ended up falling in love with. Literally everything Shut that up. I bought for under $1,000. We're going to talk about the Saab later, but like, don't don't try and sell me that you thought the Saab was going to suck. I knew the Saab was going to I be don't great. buy it. I knew it in my heart. No, I, that's fair. That's fair. That's lying. fair. That's fair. But the BMW, yeah. the BMW I thought would be terrible. And we ended yeah. up, yeah, and that ended up charming my heart, mostly on account mm-hmm. of the fact that it was it's still dying very slowly. <laughs> it, yeah, I would say it refuses it's, to it's die. Like no, it's like an old oak tree dying. that just won't go down. Yeah. 
Look, and then every year it falls less on your green house. comes back and that's yeah. it. <laughs> um yeah, uh, and and the vice versa, which car was I excited to try but ended up being disappointed by? Uh, I know this. You do. You want to go ahead and say it? Say it. F12. Uh, no, actually, uh, that car, that car, that car didn't so much let me down as it was just meh. Like it was like, meh, like just to, just to be clear, you're referring to Ferrari F12. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That car was, it's meh. And and like, I I had expectations going into it. I had $300,000 expectations going into it and it did not live up to my $300,000 expectations. But the car that let me down the most is that damn Fiero. That Fiero 2M4, <laughs> oh. that car I wanted also, to love. You're, I wanted you just to love it. It's a Fiero. It's nobody, a nobody looks Pontiac. at a Fiero and goes like, "Oh man, that thing is going to handle like a dream." <laughs> it's mid-engine. It has, I would think has, that. Yes, it has the. Yeah, but on. it's it mid-engine the, because they took the front clip of a car and turned it backwards. Yeah, uh, and which car was that, Neil? That's right. It was the Chevy huh? Chevette. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. No, that car absolutely broke my heart. I'll accept your answers, but I think you're yeah. lying. No, no, no. That car, that car, like, I thought it would be bad, and it was so much worse than bad. It okay. broke if my heart. Okay, if you frame it like that, then yeah, yeah like, I see what you're playing. Like, wow, it's red. It doesn't have any obvious frame damage. And then you get in it, and you're like, I wish it did, because, like, this car's not worth the insurance money. Oof. So that actually brings up, uh, I'm going to skip ahead, because this segues so perfectly into... Uh, horseless carriage influencer at Real Joni who asks, "What is the Ooh. one car that needs to be destroyed forever?" Great question. Can we all say it in in unison? Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> I destroy the. I gotta, no, 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 I no. gotta drive one before you can wreck them. All. Yes, I, try I will it. say the, the, just just so like we don't get the Fiero Owners Club after us because that would be a thing like that. That's I, could, true. I could see that written in my obituary. He was trampled by. I Fieros. haven't driven the V6 Fiero. Yeah, I want. I I've want to drive a stick shift. I want to drive a V6 because, like, mm-hmm. maybe it redeems itself. But yeah, Although, no, I'm with you. On I that. think even in the Fiero owners group circles, every they would be willing to cast out the the Iron Duke Fiero. They'd just be like, "You want to destroy just the just the inline four? Okay, yeah, yeah we're it's, cool with that." It's not <laughs> they like would it, send it, it doesn't do justice to be a boat anchor. Like it is, yeah. it is the most useless lump of metal that has ever been. I, cast yeah yeah okay. uh the other yeah. question if you love if you love fieros that's cool yeah i'm into that but i think they're terrible yeah, yeah. i i can't say one car that needs to be destroyed forever because i genuinely think i've never seen a well-modified car i didn't love so mm. like mm-hmm. i know fair. i know fair, that fair. like the legitimate answer to this would be like a trabant or something but i want a trabant so i, yeah, I do want to say that oh. yes i want a yeah trabant. a trabant See, you can't you can't hate a Trabant because it's not trying oh, to be anything I'm, but four wheels and seats. With it's like it, it, failing as close to, to honest that. as you can get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah. I I have written down the one car that needs to be destroyed forever is the Maserati Quattropete for Evoluzione because oh. I want one, but I don't want to want one. <laughs> I want to hate them. I want it to be uh, gone because it lives in my head. It lives like right here at the front part. And it's just taken up residence there. And every time I see one, it's always like green on tan with a manual. And it's like, no, I want an E39. Why do you keep coming back to me? I hate it. So just burn them all. One, one last thing on the Turbant, and this is just out of my own curiosity. For a planned economy car, do you think they planned on it being that bad? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I can't Asking answer, the hard-hitting I can't questions answer here. this because if we start getting into like a history lesson on the Soviet Union, that'll destroy the rest yeah. of the Q&A. That's probably. Uh, yeah. I will say, I will yeah. say, they when they did plan to make good cars, they made the Tatra 603, and that is one of the coolest cars ever made. Oh, so I think no, they could yeah. have done better. I think that 
there were yeah, probably some you're, you're previewing our Tatra episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we could uh, just have a Sophie car then, episode later. Yes. Yeah. To to back up, uh, actually, Michael Bear uh, at Cross Drilled asks, "What's the most overhyped car you've ever driven?" And I would again say, pretty much anything modern Lamborghini. Yeah, modern Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, like this is yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead, Tony. No, I was just gonna say uh, that would imply that somebody gave me the keys to something that I was hyped for and then didn't like, I guess, if you really want to... If you hate my Cayman, I will just <laughs> slap the shit out of you. No, I'm sure I'll love it. Um, <laughs> no, I was actually going to say, uh, this is going to be really funny, but I, I think the answer is the Mark III Supra, um, because it has a Supra badge on it, and um, they take a lot of work to make good, and I think that, like, especially when I first bought the Supra, it was very... Uh, it was much more of a low-key choice. Mark III's now, you know, five years later, are much more appreciated. And I would just say to people who are super excited for them, they're very cool. They look great. There's there's more of a better aftermarket now than when I first got into them. Uh, just prepare to have, like, you know how you described El Dente handling earlier? This is like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shoot, I forgot to turn off the burner, and now I have mush at the bottom of my pan. <laughs> like, <laughs> with a target top, you can't actually put the roof back on if you, like, park on uneven ground. Because nice. the, the, the holes don't line Body up anymore. Flexes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Nice. Very yeah. C3 Corvette. I appreciate that. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, next question from William no, 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 uh, you, Malley. No, we got to do uh, Brian Wait. Dubois. The oh, van uh, man. You're right. Yes. Yeah. At, at, at uh, Mr. BWA1. Makes me want to shoot film. Yeah. So his question was two-parter, uh, the best bad car and the worst good car. I'm doubling down. Anything under $1,000 is the best bad car, and the worst yes. good car is, yeah, like I'm going to throw modern Ferraris in there. I just, they do yep. not ignite my soul. There is nothing there that like, in my mind, lives up to the expectations that I have built for them. And this is purely mm-hmm. because I had them on my bedroom walls when I was a kid, and they just don't live yeah. up to it. I'm sorry. Total, it's nothing against them. Cop-out. They're fine. Total cop-out. I am Control-C and Control-V <laughs> Drew's answer. Like, yeah. I am copying and pasting that. I agree 100%. Uh, yeah, I actually I, have written here second vote for Aventador because I knew what your response was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, I'm just going to use cars I owned because they, they were really good examples. The best bad car I ever had was my $1,000 Mitsubishi Mirage. 92 with a three-speed. I've mentioned it before, I think. Oh, yeah. And it was a piece of shit, and I loved it because it weighed nothing. And I could get a set of really cheap tires for, like, 160 bucks. And it was I had a ton of fun on those 700 treadwear tires, flinging nice. it around, preserving momentum. And it was... It was a fun... It was, a, it was way more fun than it had any right to be. And the worst so good then, car yeah. is the GT86. That's, I hate them. Really? I, I don't hate them. I don't hate Whoa. them. Whoa! But I do not like them, and I, do, I really? think that they are a good car that I never want to have. What? I, I could. I have I, a I whole series of up. questions. I can back that up. So many questions. Right. I got now. your back, Tony. <laughs> what? What? Who am I on this podcast <laughs> yeah. with? Who am I hosting this with? I I like I don't want to I don't want to own one ever. Like, uh, yeah, but I don't here's think they're the thing. like. Here's the thing, Neil. You saying that you? makes sense. Drew is floored that I said it. <laughs> I get Either, that. I, I'm not mad. You can I'm be wrong too sometimes. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually if I'm outvoted on this podcast two to one, I am very much wrong. That's fair. Yes. No, I, I think you're right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's the worst good car. 
It is a good yeah. car. Yeah. I just, yeah. every time I've driven one, and I've driven modified ones, and I've driven stock ones, and I've driven a Toyota, and I've yep. driven a Scion, and I think I've even driven a Subaru, and I they just don't do it for me. They're, they're a great yep. car that I think is the worst great car. Yeah. Y'all are absolutely right. ridiculous, and if you'll excuse me, <laughs> so, I'm going to get back to pooping on an F12. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like that's... Well, while you think about that, fair. let's go yeah. to our next question, because yes. <laughs> uh, we are not even halfway through. <laughs> no, we are not. Yep. Um, uh, William uh, Malley in <laughs> The Recline of Civilization <laughs> at, <laughs> at uh, Real Mud Monster <laughs> asks, what would be your dream automotive publication? And... I'm not sure about the question itself, but I would say free cars for Neil Quarterly would be a 100%. I would subscribe to that immediately. You're not you're not going with the weekly on that one. I feel like weekly would be the way to go with that. Well, I can only have some. I can only park so many cars in my house. So. For now. For now. Yeah. Uh, Give me enough bad cars, and I'll sell them. This now is obviously talking. this is obviously something I've thought about a lot, um, and I think I think the whole reason we have this podcast and we have the website and we do all of this because, I mean, we're not really raking in ad dollars here despite the fact that I keep bugging Honda to give me stuff. Um, <laughs> we, yep. uh, I, I think that I think that something along these lines is kind of like what my dream was, which is we, uh, we all have different takes on it, which is fine. We all come, sort of bring mm-hmm. our own individual viewpoints together, and we get to write long-form stuff about, like, why we like the culture surrounding cars. Like anything that focuses on car culture versus just the automobiles is always going to speak to me more. Uh, another example of this that's great is um, Sid at Deerfella on yep. Twitter is doing Road Party, which yeah. is a scene that I went out and Stoked took some on of the road party. best pictures of my life, no lie, for this, this zine. And it's just going to be a bunch of people with a, a very loose, like, summer nights theme. And it's just a, it's a lot of people who have never been published before. And they haven't yep. really been exposed to, uh, you know, other outlets that they they may have wanted to work at, but they're not they don't sort of fit the traditional mold. Um, and like, I've seen a couple of things that my friends have also submitted, and it's going to be amazing. Like, it's just it is so diverse, so cool. Like, everybody's got a different take on it. Like that that that's a dream automotive publication for me. Agree. So it's also Hard it's agreed. on Twitter. Road Party. Yeah. I think it's going to get yes. started pretty soon. Go subscribe. Cool. Definitely it's check be dope. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the only thing mm-hmm. I had written down for this one was the one I work for. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I came in with yeah. the joke, but I I, I yeah. would agree. Uh, what does the dream automotive yeah. publication yeah. look like? I think what we're trying to do. Yeah. Anything that I can hire Daniel Golson to be the social media director for. <laughs> Check. Yes. Um, all right. So the next one's from Adrian uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter at Techno Addy, and so good. And oh, they asked so good. If, if y'all could own any concept car in fully functional form, which one would you pick and why? And we're going to have an entire okay. episode on this because I cannot, yes. I cannot make this a short answer. So, so here's what we're going to do. We're just going to like say one concept car in a vacuum, no exposition, and then move on because that is going to be used later. We're literally so, talking about this next week. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, who wants to go first? Me. Pony, the, Tony. the Pontiac Stinger. The 1989 okay. Pontiac Stinger. Okay. Neil, what Drew. you got? Uh, I would say the uh, Volvo Estate concept from like 2013 or 14. I am, I am like, y'all are crazy about the GT86. We're, we're back in the same boat now. Yes. Yes. Inspired choices. Uh, serve three. 
serve. Okay. Well, we got a whole episode to cover. Nobody, right? nobody Adrian, knows what that yeah. is. Thank you That's for great. the That's thank great. you for that question because we you. are going to turn it into an yes. entire yes. episode. Yeah. So thank yep. you. You. I hope you don't feel like you're getting cheated right now because come next week you will have yeah. a whole answer or a whole hour of answers <laughs> to the question. Give it. Give another production so. meeting when it might be two hours. This was great. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, Warren uh, at another Red Corolla one. White. Yeah. <laughs> asks. Uh, do you think current boring cars, uh, modern Civics and Corollas and the like, will be uh, as loved as older cars like we're seeing currently with the scenes like Radwood? Uh, like in 2039, some guys will be showing uh, off his bag turbo 2014 Elantra, and it's actually cool. Hold on. Real quick, just to point out, to reject the premise of the question, anybody who shows up with a bag turbo 2014 Elantra, <laughs> that is cool. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. cool now. Immediately. Yeah. It's cool now. It's cool in 2014. It's cool so, in 2020. It will be cool in 2039. Yes, I think 100%. Yeah, all like commuter cars have always been cool, like, you know, years down the road. Yes. Forever and always. Uh, So, yes, I think absolutely. Like, I mean, I don't know if this is the same for y'all, but like if if I see like a, a 1983, you know, I don't know, Nova Tercel Corolla, like anything yeah. that anything that's got like it's got a, a four speed transmission, but they did an option for the tachometer. Like mm-hmm. that <laughs> in my mind, like it's in but immaculate shape. Like I think I know why. Yeah, I, I would rather I see that than anything else. And why is that? I think the reason we love them is because like these are cars that shouldn't on paper still exist today. Yes. Because cars like Corollas and Camrys are built not to be like heirloom pieces. They're built to be tools. Yes. yes. And those tools wear out. And so when you see one that didn't wear out, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's still around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's super cool because yeah, it's 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 outliving its purpose anything and that, it's becoming something else. And, and that's anything that can evade entropy so cool. is cool. And yes. no, yes. nobody ever worries about like, oh, this, the, you know, the Ferrari 250 GTO, this thing, you know, it's got a little rust on it. Every, every Ferrari 250, out, you know, every like, 250 GTO that happen. existed. Yeah. Every Speaking Ferrari, of entropy, yeah. like yeah. at the heat death of the universe, will the Civic still be cool? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. The, uh, every 250 GTO that has ever been brought into existence still exists. Yes. Regardless of how hard it was wrecked at Goodwood, it doesn't matter. Yep. All of them still exist. You yes. show me like a Cutlass Calais that still exists mm-hmm. in immaculate shape. Call me. I'm interested. Okay. So next next question. Uh, Perfect. Are we ready to move on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good ready. good yeah. transition. Yep. Yeah. Pineapple at U0999K asks, what's the least you've all spent buying a car? And I... Th- Think Tony has got. I mean, Tony led the show I, I'm with buying curious. a cheap Honda. So Tony. That has actually to wasn't my cheapest car, though. My cheapest car no. was my fully functional '94 Toyota pickup, four-wheel drive, 22RE, with a five-speed that I bought for $700, and then moved out of my parents' house with it. That, that was my strong. cheapest. Nice. That was my that cheapest vehicle, and I. Yeah. I mi- I have never missed. Like I, I kind of miss my Supra a little bit. I won't mm-hmm. lie. Like some days, I'm like, "Damn, I could really go for some inline six and turbo," but I I sorely miss that truck. Like it actually yeah. hurts when I think about it. Stay tuned we for also the are going to have to have a truck episode. Oh, yeah. here we will have a truck for too episode. long, and I'm going to take the reins on that. And yeah, it's going to be. I'm excited. <laughs> We're going to come <laughs> we, in hot. We yep. are going to come in hot. We it's like episode ten of over, our show. We've be been great. teasing this since like episode three. That Neil yeah. just that, has that this hot take bottled up about pickups. 
Oh yeah. my god, I feel it. I'm foaming at the mouth here. <laughs> episode 10,000, finally, the track right. episode. All right. All right, Drew, yeah. what's the least you spent? I uh, for a car all in was definitely the Miata. It was I went back and looked. It's uh 350 bucks before tax title and license. That there yes. was there was a connecting rod that has escaped through the bottom of the oil pan. So I would like to caveat that the least <laughs> least I've paid for a fully functional vehicle was the Saab and I co-owned that. And we bought that car for $1,150. Are you just going to call it a sob? Come on, Drew. I can't. It, there's Don't no such thing us. as just a sob. I, God, I love All that. All right, Neil. Yes. Yeah. What what sob was it, Drew? Uh, it was a 1991 900S four-door, five-speed. And it was so Liter- good. It was literally I, perfect. I, <laughs> it was literally perfect. I, if I could go back in time, I yes. would rescue that car. Yes. Like back yes. to 2018. Had circumstances not been what they were, I mm-hmm. I would have driven that car home. Yes. So uh, the cheapest car I have ever bought. Yes, on um, the same day. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> on yeah, on on literally within an before, hour because we bought it in Grand Rapids, yep. not in Milwaukee. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. That's right. We did we did a uh, real brief a shit car challenge yeah, where we, we drove from Milwaukee all the way around uh, Lake Michigan. I think that was episode six, wasn't it? Yeah, we yeah, talked about that a little bit. Just in bit. case anybody who hasn't like, you know, been filled in. But um, how dare they not so, listen to all of us? Well, I mean, that's their fault. So <laughs> I'm just trying to be gracious, you know. Continuity. Uh, anyways, so my contribution to that was a 2000 Volvo S80 that was currently, in terms of mileage, on its return trip from the moon. <laughs> it, had, it, it had 305,000 miles. It felt the like it had said, been to the moon. I mean, if we're being the fair listing, here. Yeah, the listing said uh, $1,000. We offered the guy 800 over the phone. And then when we got to his house, uh, because of some quirks with the way our bank worked, um, the friend that I co-bought the car with, we could each only withdraw $200 in cash in the ATM. So we went over there and we yes. said, hey, I can give you 400 bucks right now and I'll come back like in an hour with a check for the rest. And the guy looked at me and said, don't waste your time. Give me the money and get off my lawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially how it went. <laughs> I would I would like to reiterate for the people listening at home that Neil got exactly what he paid for. <laughs> yeah. That um yeah. and then also too, um, I ran that Volvo several times into Drew's soft yeah, in traffic. That is that is true. Yeah. Five mile an hour bumpers are, are so labeled yeah. because you can use your Volvo to push a sob entirely through a idyllic downtown. At five miles there, an hour. There is no more liberating feeling than owning a car that you just do not care one iota about. Yeah. It's so freeing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bought a paintball gun from Dick's Sporting Goods just to shoot at the other cars yep. while we were driving. Yep. I think so, I, I, think I was anyways. only struck personally once. It was worth it. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, moving on. Yep. Uh, question number 15 here. Uh, hit clips yeah. were tight at I Am Tyler Hill. Uh, what do you look for in cars you personally love? I have a one word answer to this and it's joy. That's it. Oh. That's literally it. Um, the other word uh, that I this, had written down was French. This is the Trust in the Machine podcast brought to you by Marie Kondo. Yeah. Yes. Does, <laughs> does, does it spark, does joy, it spark joy or does it otherwise spark? <laughs> Welcome to Drew's Italian Car Emporium. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, that's, that's. That is one of the best throwaway jokes. 
Oh my god. I'm still stuck <laughs> on that. I had an answer for this lined up, and now I'm just thinking about that joke. Uh, Get it. For me, it's um, uh, presence of VTech cost, the, how big the H badge is on the hood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it look good slammed? Uh, no, I mean, I, I have nothing I specifically look for. It's completely... Yeah. It's just it's up in the air. That said, if it has VTEC and it is a Honda, the odds are high that I will love it. Strong. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know. He So the way that, that Tyler wrote this question was like percentage-wise, like it almost felt like that one song, like 15% luck, 20% skill. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out anyways, to Fort Minor here on the yeah. Trust in the Machine podcast, everybody. Um, I, I would say for me... Um, I, I I think I look a lot at um, like there's a, a big aesthetic component. Um, I like history. I think like the uh, like the historical aspect of that car adds a lot of value to it to me. Um, and I mean, he is like he put color at ten billion percent. That is the like correct that. percent. I yes. would say that's that's pretty. That's in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good uh, color. Emerald green on anything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, know it's, it's emerald green is very hot right now, but for good reason. I flew exactly. to Indiana to get a prelude because it was yellow, basically. So I get that. Okay. Yes. yes. Trust in the Machine podcast yes. brought to you by Y49 Yellow. <laughs> uh, the next <laughs> one I want to do it's number 16, transgender flag, Zoe Coyote transgender flag, because the Google <laughs> spreadsheet does not <laughs> use the Unicode emoji. So I can't use, like, I can't just say it's like the flag emoji, but that's what it is. I know this. Uh, at Racing okay. Triangles, uh, opinions on automatic versions of popular sports cars. And this one almost sparked a fight yesterday when we went over it. I loved it. Yeah, we. As yeah, the, <laughs> as the owner of a sports car with an automatic transmission. Okay. I okay. Generally, think Hold that on. no automatic transmissions don't belong in sports cars. Stop! 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 <laughs> there are three classes of of sports cars. There are manual sports cars, there are automatic sports cars, and then there are PDK sports cars. Yes. I would like to say, for the purposes of this discussion, let's go ahead and rule out PDK because. PDK is wonderful. Why PDK you got to do great. me like that? Why you got to take me out? Because because your car is fantastic and I love it dearly. But for the purposes of this, I feel like you've got to go after just strictly torque converter automatics. Yeah, if you if I'll you want to know Sportomatic. how I feel about torque converter autos, yeah. go listen back to the episode where I talk about a Mustang. There's like 30 minutes worth of content there. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. a fan. As, yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> yeah. I am actually a fan. yeah i think they're fine it's like I, I i and granted like this is not a shout out to like the third gen mr2 sequential which is oh, terrible God. or oh, the God. aston martin vantage v8 automatic bmw smg transmission okay are we just going to use this time mega. to list bad automatics because i'm starting Gross. to come around to maybe neil's right about it <laughs> <laughs> smg2 uh, is bad the aston martins are bad ferrari's f1 is not great but 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 for the most part, they're fine. Like they're fine. They're they do I think the they job. C- I think they can be good. Like yeah. I wouldn't. You know, obviously, I'm kind of being jokey here. If you get a, a sports car with an automatic transmission, that's awesome because you have a sports car. Yeah. So don't yes. let anybody tell you your car is bad or wrong because it has an automatic transmission. I mean, certain cars like the RCF, which I have reviewed mm-hmm. lovingly previously, uh, only comes yes. with an automatic, and like I totally get it. It's a torque converter automatic too. It's not like a fancy thing. I- it's yeah. awesome. 
I'm, it feels great. If anything, I'm dealing with a lot of frustration that I don't have a manual car in my life right That's now. That's fair. So Come drive my Prelude. A, yes. We'll swap. All right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, actually, I... I think that's it. Th- those cars yes. would shockingly fit the two of you all quite well. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. So next question. Uh, uh, asked by somebody about, hey, Brad, get out of our Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, I'm paraphrasing here. No, uh, William, William Malley uh, in The Recline of Civilization also asks, uh, a follow-up, how can we convince Brad to buy a Volkswagen camper? Constant, unrelenting peer pressure. Yeah. Do it. Just constant. Do it. Just, just do it. Do what, do just it. don't think. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do just it. do what people do did it. to me do with it. the scared? V6 Civic. And just send it to me like 12 times yeah. from 12 different people. And like, it, he'll crack. I, yeah. Are you scared, <laughs> Brad? Do it. Do it. Hey. Do it. Come on. Don't be a pansy. Do hey, it. Tony, have you seen that Honda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the next question. Just do it. Uh, no, Just do, uh, it. do it. The next. <laughs> Wait, I want to do this one too, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Number okay, 18. Yeah, go for it. High voltage sign, Bark Boy. High voltage <laughs> sign, at Dumb Thought Dog. <laughs> also, uh, the person I bought my prelude from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. This makes this so much That's better. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. This uh, is a great question, yep. by the way. What's the best Porsche 911 and why is it the 993? Uh, I think the best Porsche 911 is the 964, and that's as much as I'm going to talk about it. I'll let the two Porsche people go to war now. I just, (laughs) I want to point out that I love the way you asked this question. Yes. I appreciate it. I don't think there's a perfect 911. Yeah, I, uh... Full stop. My approach to 911s is like my approach to beer, in that the best beer is the next beer. Like, the best Mm -hmm. 911 is the next 911. I think what I had written down is, is, is in my top choice for 911s, it's the next 911. Number two, the 911 in your budget. And number three, the 911 after the next 911. Yeah. Like any 911 say, in your say, life, it's good. Whatever 911 that you can afford is the best 911. Yes. Hard agree. Yeah. yeah. And, and like that, that like I, I, will, I will back up for Tiptronic equipped 996 Cabriolets. They're good. They're fine. They're great. <laughs> It's it's a, like they sound mechanical. They're 911s. It's they're good. It's fine. They're good. I'm Is that extending too far? the size. Did, I push too much far? did we? Did we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, put Look, on the brakes and end up three counties over. <laughs> why did you have to make me like accept reality with my whimsical statement? <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm here to stand for is if you go out and you get yourself a sportomatic Targa, that right there is just fine. Okay, yeah. Sportomatic is pretty bad. Yeah, there's no bad driven. 911s. Yeah, there are, there really aren't. No. There's not. There's not like go out and it, do you. You're asking. You're asking a parent to choose which child is the best. Yeah. It's just not fair. Yeah. Even yeah. if they have an opinion and they always do, they're not going to tell you. Yeah, I will say, uh, Patrick Frawley um, at states of states of motion, states of motion. I'm trying to remember what what their Twitter handle is, but uh, they have got a. Um, a 911 Twitter poll. I would highly recommend looking it up and answering it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the 996 shows up a staggering number of times for people's choice of 911s. So I have data to back me up because, of course, I do. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, anyway. Okay. So the the next question at Talon Homer, uh, uh, sorry, Talon Homer at Moto Friend asks if you could yeah. mid-engine swap any front-wheel drive economy car. Uh huh. 
What would you do? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Drew is nodding so what hard and shaking Drew? his desk. Uh, <laughs> did I spend 45 minutes on this question last night? No, you spent 45 <laughs> minutes on this question last night. Uh, I had three choices in descending order. Uh, so at number three, Chevrolet Citation X11 or Ooh. Cutlass Calais. I would mid-engine swap that with a GNX V6 oh with box God. flares. Jesus Christ. Drew. Yep. Number two, Whoa. Omni GLHS, Molpar 2.2 liter turbo, also with box flares. Y'all ready? Because we're bringing the heat now, okay? Number one, Oldsmobile Silhouette. You did not say a front-wheel drive economy car. Oldsmobile Silhouette, we are doing a Renault Espace F1 tribute, and I am plugging an Oldsmobile IRL Aurora V8 in that, and we are going to slam that, we're going to put box flares on it, and we are going to make an Espace F1 tribute. I need a minute so, to breathe. Good God. While you're doing that, I'll just say, oh my God. if I could mid-engine swap any front-wheel drive economy car, uh, it would be that Civic that just sold on Bring a Trailer. Yes. Uh, That's it. I, I I came prepared with like a goofy joke, and I was just gonna say, "Oh, I would take a Lancia Delta from like 1986 and put a two-liter tw- twin-charged motor in the middle of that." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, wait a second! I just invented the Delta S4. Yeah. <laughs> just give me that, please." <laughs> I mean, I strong. I stand by that. They're great, but like, I I'm sweating from Drew's response. My God. That was I, too I, good. Yeah, I have I have strong feelings about putting an IndyCar engine in an Oldsmobile silhouette. This that, is not the first time I've talked that about this. That would be this. good, yes. Yeah. Yes, that, yes, That yes. does bring us yeah. to, yes. to number 20, which is from Laura at Space Porsche. Yes. Uh, if you could put any engine in any car within reason, like it would fit in stuff, what would it be? And I have a I have had an answer for this question since I was 19 years old. Hate my my dream swap that I have wanted forever, and this even predates, mm-hmm. again, the Honda love, I want to put... A Ducati motor into a Honda Beat. Yes, that's it. Well, that's, that's yep. the whole thing. Yep. I want a. Thank Testa you for Strata, joining us tonight on V-twin. Trusting Machine. Yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's our episode. Yep. Holy shit! Thank you. <laughs> no, that's yes. that's actually that's it. I'm done. I don't think I need yep. to say okay. anything else. You got it. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. I would say one. My first choice would be um, a Celica GT4 motor. And powertrain into a mini. Oh wait, uh, Bad Obsession Motorsports is already doing that. They're on their like fourth year now in yeah. the build, and I love every minute of their shit. I love that. Uh, also, I'm gonna stretch the within reason bit because mm-hmm. I l- like I love a little bit of anarchy, and I would love to put a Hellcat motor in like a smart car. That is just not as ridiculous fitting. as you can get. Well, now wait a minute, because yeah, that's kind of well. In concept, that's kind of been done. The Signet V8 what if you, is a thing. That's true. What if you put it in like the passenger seat? <laughs> like, like you just like firewalled just, off half the car. <laughs> put it there. What? What if just you built the whole goofy... car out of firewall? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not amending my answer. That's yeah. It. No, I, I'll, I'll support that. And actually, I I had a, I spent another thirty minutes on this one, and I'm gonna stand by this one. I if given the opportunity, I would make this happen and. I'm the only one. I want to take a Cadillac Cimarron and I want to put a hotted up turbocharged GM quad four with the all wheel drive system out of the Pontiac 6000 STE. And I want to make the car 
that Cadillac should have made as a homologation group B car. Holy shit. Can I amend my answer? <laughs> that. Yes, of course. I want to put a North Star in the back of a car. Warren Mosler. That already has a North Star certainly in the front. can. <laughs> the twin star. Oh, it strikes again. <laughs> this is actually just what, a podcast what about What happens if you take one bad push or one bad uh, V8 motor yeah. and then multiply it by two? <laughs> it's the worst sort of V16 of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can blow two head gaskets at the same time. <laughs> Magic. Fantastic. That's the Oklahoma guarantee. If it splits yeah. in half, you get to keep both parts. <laughs> I don't I have not lived in Texas long enough to get that one. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Keep we'll, we'll keep the table moving. Nate Matos at Nate Matos asked another one here. Um, and I like the setup here. So here we go. There's a car you're into on Facebook Marketplace slash Craigslist slash a small town grocery community bulletin board. How much cheaper than current market value does it have to be before you just buy it without thinking? If there's a P1800 ES that's like half off, oh, I didn't, yes, yeah. I'll, I will call family. Yep. I will scrounge whatever money I can. Yep. I'll, I'll sell a kidney. <laughs> yes, give me that car for half off. Yeah. Uh, it it for me it needs to be really cheap like seventy percent too cheap, but I will do yep. it. Um, I bought a two forty Z that I regretted because it was too cheap like that before. I don't Wait, know if it was actually two forty Z. Yeah, it didn't run. It was a title and a VIN with wheels. Ah, it, it did. Got it, it had it had everything there to make a car, but like calling yeah. it a car was kind of nice to it. It's a bridge um, too But it was far. incredibly cheap, so I I picked it yeah. up. And, vastly overestimated my skill and time um and like the crx was that that was probably like half what a running crx here would be and i was like yeah do it you know yeah uh as soon as the car exceeds a thousand bucks it's got to be really cheap though yeah I'll, I'll i'll double down on that any anytime like if it, if it's a car that i i guess it, it depends on the state of run or drive like if it actually runs or drives it's a different story yeah but yeah for me just to buy it like sight unseen uh, like we're talking like eighty percent discount. I'm not. I'm not into that. That stresses me out. Uh, if it's a, if we're an S two thousand or an NSX, I would probably drop everything and sell everything I own for fifty well, percent yeah, or something. Sure. But like, yeah. if it's just like some generic car, like if it's a yeah. C five vet or something, all you got to do is just put money into this escrow account and <laughs> and we'll deal it. You know, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. I think we can fit in a few more before we end. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty. We're, no, no, we're not. We're not, we're not close. We're enough. almost there. I can see the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say th- okay. number twenty-two. This is, one's easy. Please, no more will jokes. At Grazy says, yep. uh, "What's the yes. weirdest? As in, what's the point of this build you've ever seen at a car show?" Oh, uh, I didn't have an answer to that, and it just suddenly came to me. It's guys with Corvettes or like Mustangs that pop their hood, and all they've done is like a cold air swap. Okay. Yeah, K and N. Yeah, like they they put yeah they like put the they put like the placard next yeah. to the wheel, and it's like twenty sixteen yeah. Mustang S fifty yeah mod list, and it's like cold air intake yeah brake lines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Slot, I mean, that's cool. Invented. That's awesome. That's awesome. You're doing the work to your own car, but like, what are you trying to sell me on here mm-hmm. right now? What have you done, Tony? What you got? Uh, 
It was something at Radwood, and I'm trying to remember the exact setup on it. It was that 240 thing that we saw at Radwood this past year. Do you remember that car? I think so. Wait, it, was that the one that was disguised as a Ford? Yes. It was. It had like it was like a 240 with like the the Ford front end on it. Like it was trying to hide oh, as a Fox body. Yes. But it was yeah, like yeah, three yeah, feet yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the <laughs> S13 with the Fox body front end on it. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That was amazing and incredible. I have pictures of that on my phone, and I look forward to doing that at some point in time in the future with a Camaro. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Answer. I don't know yep. what the point was. It, I loved no. it, but I don't. I was I like, this is so yeah. much work for something so confusing. Yeah. So that that would be my yeah. answer. I just couldn't remember <laughs> what it was trying to look like because I didn't take any pictures of it for some reason. Oh, I, I took hey. so many pictures standing out the, out the top of our BMW. <laughs> I think I was standing on the roof when I took those. It was great. Uh, yeah. I'm going to jump ahead, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump ahead because there's one that I think we need to make sure fits in. Well, wait, yes. Drew didn't get to respond, um, though. I want to hear Drew's Oh, 200000 plus dollar 911 Safari builds. Oh, okay. That's easy. Okay. I don't get those at all. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yep. Me neither. Keep them moving. They're cool, I guess. All right, but, Neil. What was sure. the... Was the- uh, so I want to skip ahead to Java Chip Snowflake Wrench Fox Face. At Those are also snow. mostly that's emojis. A, yes. Oh, yeah, they probably are. Yes. Fox face? Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> sorry, at Fury Snow, or Furry Snow. Uh, how y'all take your coffee? Do y'all want to go ahead and get it? Because we're about to get into a thing. Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, and- Drew, Drew's going to take a while. He's going to try and convince you that orange juice is good in coffee. <laughs> okay, one, so- orange juice is good in coffee. <laughs> and that is not usually how I take it, but I do in the summer sometimes. It's called a sunrise. It's out of Phoenix, apparently. Ah, oh. It's real Does good. Does it also include more liquor than coffee? <laughs> uh, not always. I mean, it's got orange <laughs> okay. juice in it. I'm sure I'm sure you could do some sort of, you know, caribou loo. How do I it. take my coffee? No, yeah. Uh, French press if I haven't smashed it like I did earlier this week. Yeah. Otherwise, Chemex, uh, medium roast. You go. You go pour over and you go medium roast. I'm a. I'm, I'm a light roast. Uh, preferably, I'm working through the Ethiopians right now. That's generally my my preferred bean. Um, but I'll I'll do a drip most days of the week and then uh, French press on the weekends. I. I was trying to eye roll into the microphone. And I wasn't. I don't, sure how I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, listeners, uh, Neil's retinas have become detached. Please hold up with us for just one second while he I've, reattaches. Them. Oh well, I guess that didn't really ask the question though. How do you take your coffee? Generally black, sometimes with a little bit of half and half. Yeah. I or heavy whipping cream. Actually, if you can add heavy heavy whipping cream, I'm into that. Uh, as dark as possible. I generally have like dark roast beans. I'll do the same thing with the pour over. We have a glass pour over that it's like a, one of those manuels. Um, mm, and it's stuff. a very slow mm-hmm. pour. So the coffee comes out incredibly strong. Super um, strong. Yeah. We've had a bunch of different beans. I think we did a, I think the last thing we had was like a Brazilian or something. We've had, we've, we mm. got a, a little coffee company that we get all our stuff from. Um, so we nice. just get variety. Uh, but yeah, yeah local roast uh, is the best. Dark, dark. I was going to say, dark like i'd like the coffee to not reflect any light quick shout out to oak cliff coffee roasters because their piedmont blend has actually been pretty high on my list lately yeah that we uh i think we've we've at least got two bags of that here at home and then we go with Mm -hmm. whatever their um single source is oh no yes Okay. I also stand by the fact that orange we is lost good in coffee. Anyway, next question. Uh, <laughs> I we lost your, Drew, we lost your truck video. Or 4x4 <laughs> style truck. This is from uh, Andrew P. Ooh. At Racedinanger. Did I get that I'm right? going to... Uh, hold on. I, I think I'm, it's Racedinanger. I'm in learning Anger. Spanish. 
raced in anger. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> Hi, I'm Drew. Welcome to the Trust in the Machine podcast. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like bust out some Spanish that I've been trying to learn lately. Dale. Porque no los dos. <laughs> like why Ooh. not both? Double Do down. We have to yeah. choose because I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm a hundred percent in on that. I personally, like, I want a typhoon and I want like a land. There is nothing yeah. cooler than like slammed '90s trucks, like, and I mean like hydro beds, mm-hmm. like c- crazy yeah. paint jobs, yep. enormous subs in the bed, like full talking custom like everything. Santini paint yeah. job. That yeah. is like yep. I have four by four style trucks are cool and like a, there's a bunch I like, but like yep. '90s street style cars in general, just like low rider everything, you know huge sub yeah. stereos and stuff crazy paint i would give anything to go back like, yeah if if you have an yeah if you have an 80s or 90s style truck there is no wrong answer to this question yeah the, the answer to this is yes yeah hard yes yep so i'm gonna skip actually one one more again because i think we're, we're gonna have to wrap this up here in a second and we'll we're gonna have an addendum for all the questions that didn't get asked yeah, i think that's the best uh, way to do it definitely yep. so uh, but this question I really like, and I think it's probably a good place to cap it off, is uh, what would you change in the next generation of cars to make them more engaging? And that was asked, asked by Lawrence uh, Jester time, yep. uh, at Lawrence Jester 3. Uh, I really like that question. Um, so I'll kick it off. What do I think uh, would make the next generation of cars more engaging? Less screens, please. Like less, less touch screens, less screens of any kind. Um. Yeah, more focus on the driving and less focus on entertainment. Here's mine: less sound deadening. Stop pumping in music to my cabin to pretend that there's an engine and just put less weight in it. Can I add that to my answer too? <laughs> <laughs> Drew, what about you? I uh, I want hooning to be able to be a thing i want people to be able to understand what their car can do in a snowy parking lot i would i just want a Mm -hmm. button that disables any driver aids that's it fully completely just completely turn that off also more evs because i think instant torque is silly and i like it yeah Mm -hmm. yep yeah so as much as i say i hate screens the time i got to try out a tesla model 3 yep that car uh wow uh a lot of fun Goofy. So much fun to drive. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, normally, you know, in any normal internal combustion car, you put your foot on the gas and then it downshifts to find the right gear or, you know, you shift to the right gear and then you take off where this is just foot flat, car go. And yep. it's always, always you a You know how you can't get into pickup trucks cool. on this show? Because we need a whole episode for that. We can't, you can't uh, do yeah. this to me with Teslas. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, I am not, I am far from a Tesla fanboy. Um, I'm not. I mean, they're they're okay, um, but yeah, that's one of my biggest beefs right now with modern cars is is like nobody sells cars on what they can do anymore. They sell cars on how big the touchscreen is in the center that's console. Fair. And I think that's stupid. Totally I also fair. think uh, yeah. Jeep, you should be ashamed of yourself that you Whoa. put your heated seat controls yep. in the touchscreen menu. For shame. <laughs> Because oh, we're gonna we're gonna have to start an episode about those. Because you connect is not that minute. great, anyways. They've and then if I want to turn my heated seats on, I have to hit two buttons, and then I can hit my seat. Key. <laughs> Just give me a button. Just give me one heated seat button. The we made it work. Take Why did you break it? Welcome, welcome to Trust in the Neil, where he complains about yeah. Chrysler products. Trust, trust yeah. in the yeah. trust in the old man <laughs> telling kids to get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust in the. It was better back when my when I was young. 
old Neil yells at Cloud. Uh, All right. All right. Are we doing this? Well, yeah. Yeah. I first thanks again for Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is this so was much fun. fun. This this might be the, the most fun I've ever had recorded. Oh, yeah. We yeah. we are we are so, just as yeah. a, Thank a you reminder, again. we're going to finish this there's like another 10 questions or something and we're going to we're going to yes. record a little second part and re- I think we're going to release them at the same time. So it's like if you want to yes. be done now yep. and you didn't ask a question, mm-hmm. you're just like, "Okay, I wanted an hour of these idiots talking to me." Then here you yep. go. Here's your hour. And then we're going to do whatever <laughs> it takes to get the rest of them done. So you can listen to that too if you decided somehow <laughs> this wasn't enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the post or office here. Maybe we do what it, maybe we, there's we some the people who are going to be cheeky that like listen to the f- like they listen to the addendum first. They're going to hear their question and go like, oh, I don't even need to listen to the rest of this shit. Now. Yeah. So so actually, what we're going to do is we're going to go back, take back all of our answers on the previous ones, correct <laughs> them, and then answer all the rest of the ones we didn't answer in this episode. Bold of you to assume our I'm addendum is going to be two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. All right. All right. Thanks again, everybody. And as always, praise Dale. (laughs) Raise hell. Raise hell. Burn down Applebee's. We've got to get that. (laughs) One of these days we're going to get that down right. Yeah. I'm just, we're not going back to the Peugeot thing for a little while. No, 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 no. We'll we'll bring that back for like the OGs back in the day. That was entirely too much fun. Yep. Yeah.